The Productive Woman, Episode 25. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode 25. This is such a milestone for the Productive Woman podcast, and I'm very excited about it. So in celebration, I invited you, the listeners, to participate by sending in your favorite productivity tips. And I am going to be sharing some of those with you, along with some tips and encouragement from some special guests, women whose work I admire and whose wisdom I'm very excited and honored to be able to share with you. You'll find extra information and links to various resources in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 25. So be sure to check that out and see what you can find there. Uh, a, A word of warning, I guess, this episode, which by the way is brought to you by lynda.com, and there'll be more about that later. Uh, This episode will be a little bit longer than our usual episodes, but I think you're going to find it worthwhile. There's a ton of tips and encouragement to share in these 25 tips, so I want to get right to it. Tip number one comes from Allison Sheridan from the NosillaCast podcast, which is found at podfeet.com. And she shares a great tip about keeping our attitude right when it comes to the commitments and obligations we undertake. So let's hear what Allison has to say. Hi, this is Allison Sheridan of the No Silicast Podcast. Congratulations, Laura, on hitting 25 episodes. This is a major achievement, and for your listeners, many people don't know this, but seven episodes is the magic number to get past, and if you don't podfade by then, you're in it for the long haul. So again, congratulations. The one little tip I wanted to give, and it's maybe more of a philosophy thing about being productive, is making sure you understand the difference between have to and want to. How many times have you heard someone say, I have to work this weekend? Well, guess what? This, uh, I'm pretty sure in most countries, slavery is not legal anymore, so you don't actually have to work this weekend. You do need to understand that there may be repercussions to not working this weekend, and you need to weigh those repercussions against what other things you're doing in your life. If you're looking at maybe you work this weekend and you get that great promotion, but if you work this weekend, you miss that recital or that uh, soccer tournament, you just need to weigh those and make sure you understand the choices that you're making and choose the one that's right for you. I'm not telling you which one's the right answer. That would be cheating. But uh, looking at that concept of what you have to do and what you'd like to do and what you want to do and making sure you weigh those and make informed decisions in your head about it. Don't accidentally work a weekend. Work it knowing why you're working it and what you're doing it for and whether the goals that you're trying to reach are worth the sacrifice you're going to make. Make those decisions on your own. All right, Laura, back to you. Thank you so much. Allison, for that reminder, uh, something I need to keep in mind always. Tip number two comes from listener Jackie Middleton, uh, who sent an email and says, I love your podcast. Thank you, Jackie, and sent uh, several great tips, including this one. Um, Jackie says, if I'm having a hard time getting stuff done at work, I set a timer for 15 to 20 minutes and just work until the timer is up. 
that's a great suggestion. It's something I do myself. So thank you very much, Jackie, for sharing that. Tip number three comes from Melissa Marks from the Blended Family podcast, which is found at blendedfamilypodcast.com. And again, links in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 25. And this is uh, what Melissa had to say in the email she sent. Since my life is crazy with my blended family and running three businesses, I need to be productive. My tip is to use the calendar to your advantage. I created several calendars with my Mac calendar, one for work, one for bills, one for my podcast, one for family, one for personal stuff, and even one for my income. That way I can view each calendar separately if I need to. It really keeps me organized and it syncs across all my devices. Thanks and congrats on show number 25. Thank you, Melissa. That, uh, that's a great tip. It's also something that I do. So great suggestion and very helpful. Tip number four is something from me, and uh, but uh, I have to give credit where credit's due. I, I sort of borrowed it from David Sparks, uh, who you can find in, on Twitter at, as at MaxSparky and also at MaxSparky.com. Uh, and I heard him talking about this on their podcast, and I've adopted the idea. And, and it's this, to simplify your finances by creating a spreadsheet that lists all the subscriptions or services that you pay for on an annual or monthly basis. And every time you subscribe to something new, add it in there uh, with the amount and all that. If you use Microsoft Excel or Apple's Numbers app, uh, you can set it up to keep a running total of how much you're spending per month and per year. And it lets you see at a glance what you've committed to spend so you can evaluate quickly whether you're getting the value you want and which of those subscriptions or services you might cancel if you want to save money or just be more, you know, more uh, thoughtful about what you're spending money on. In my case, I also have columns for whether an expense is tax deductible and what date it's paid through so that I can kind of have a trigger to, uh, I can calendar those dates to look at it and think, all right, am I really using that service? Is it something worth uh, having and spending the money on or can that money better be spent elsewhere? So that's tip number four. And thanks again to David Sparks for giving me the idea without even knowing it. Tip number five comes from Crystal Krachunas, who is a pastor at Faith and Victory Church in Auburn, Washington. And she posted about this on Facebook, and I asked her for her permission to share this with you in this episode. Uh, and this is what Crystal said. Stress Management 101. Learn to say no. Saying no to another activity or social event can give you more free time to devote for other responsibilities. Don't feel guilty when you say no appropriately. It's not easy, but it's needful. Great advice, and thank you, Crystal, for letting uh, me share this with the, the Productive Woman listeners. Tips number six and seven are from Lisa Drexman at fitformom.com, and I'm, I'm they're combined in a recording. Lisa left a voice 
sent a voice message with her tips that I think uh, are really great. So here are tips number six and seven from Lisa. Let's uh, give a listen to what she had to say. Hi, Laura. This is Lisa Drexman calling. I am CEO and founder of Fit for Mom. And my productivity tips for you. Let's see. My first one is pick your three MITs each day. Those are your most important things. You're going to get done probably 10, 20 things in a day, but make sure you get those most important things done first. Every day you will feel so good about what you accomplished. My second thing is to be true to the task that you're in. We are not as good at multitasking as we think that we are or should be. Your brain will thank you if you stay focused on a task. So when you're doing email, be totally in email. When you're doing a project, be totally in the project. When you're with your family, be truly with your family. It is not good for our brain or anything else for that matter when we are Skyping, texting, Facebooking, and all that all the more, uh, juggling just way too many balls. So this year, I hope that you focus on your most important things and stay focused and have a great year. Thank you, Lisa. Really great suggestions, uh, great tips to help us be more productive. Tip number eight is another one from me. And this is a trick that I've used over the years to stay on top of the household clutter that comes from things sort of migrating around the house and not being where they belong to avoid those or, or minimize those times when you've got to spend the, uh, the afternoon sort of putting things back where they belong. And this is what I do. I try to never walk from one end of the house to the other or, you know, when we had stairs up or down the stairs, empty-handed. If I'm going from one end of the house to uh, our house is really long, um, but the same thing would apply if you've got, you know, two stories to your house. Um, always take a second to notice if there's something in the room that you're in that belongs in the room you're going to or in a room on the way and grab it and take it with you. It might be dirty dishes from a snack in the family room that you can carry to the kitchen when you're passing by or dirty dish towels in the kitchen that need to be in the laundry room. For me, it's often mail on the kitchen counter that somebody dropped there and needs to go to the desk, or shoes that get slipped off at the door, or more likely by the couch, that didn't make it to the closet they belong in. So to, again, to minimize the number of special trips I need to take or the, and, and or the clutter that's lying around the house, I always try to be aware of what's around me and make my trips do double duty. So that's number eight. Tip number nine comes from listener Monica Christofferson, who has a lot of wisdom, I'm sure, to share because she's a professional organizer uh, with a company called Efficient Organization. She, that's her company. And, and you can find it at efficientorganizationnw.com. Link will be in the show notes again at theproductivewoman.com slash 25. And she shared some ways that she's embraced productivity in her business um, uh, via email. She said, she said this, this is one of her, um, one of her tips. She said, hello, Laura, I enjoyed your podcast that I found through Google plus today. I, her number one tip, I love using Evernote to keep track of my lists. I have found the easiest way to start using Evernote is to sign up for a free account on a computer and then download the app on a cell phone once you have it all set up on the computer. It's easier to see everything on the big screen when getting used to the Evernote features. 
I love using Evernote because I'm able to make lists for to-dos or for shopping, and I never have to worry about forgetting a list or a sticky note at home when I need it. Some of the features that I have found beneficial are voice texting my lists and taking photos of items that I need to purchase that may have a specific brand, item number, or color that I need to remember you know, when you're at the store. So that's a great suggestion. We've talked about Evernote before on the show and you can find information uh, or sign up for Evernote at www.evernote.com. So thank you very much for that, Monica. Tip number 10. Uh, This is another one to help keep your stress level low by managing how you start your day. And that's this Start every day with an intention, a focus, or a meditation. If you can find some time to do this. And there was some great information uh, about this and some other, uh, other suggestions in an article called The Three Habits Productive People Find Time For Every Day by Daniel D. Piazza in entrepreneur.com. There'll be a link in the show notes. Again, that's at uh, theproductivewoman.com slash 25. And Daniel in the article says this, and I thought this was so, so smart and so wise that it was worth sharing with you or reading to you. He says, starting your day with a clear idea of what you want to do changes everything. Have you ever had a day where as soon as you woke up, there were already missed calls, text messages, and emails screaming for your attention? You felt like you were struggling to stay afloat before breakfast. Oh, that sounds like every day, you say? That needs to stop. If you like, you can meditate, you know, cross-legged a candle with some nice music playing in your ridiculously expensive Beats headphones. But if that's too much, you can just take 10. And this is, this is I'm, I'm reading from Daniel's article. He says, take 10 slow breaths, think about your main objectives for the day, and then get moving. This seems too simple to have an effect, but it's not. If you're getting used, if you're used to getting up already in battle mode, then you've probably forgotten how it feels to have a moment to yourself. Take a few of those minutes back to refocus yourself. It really helps, and you can also use that time to create a better to-do list. So again, this is taking just a couple minutes. Uh, a lot of us who have outside jobs or running businesses or various things have you know, our mornings are crazy and hectic, but if we can find those just a couple of minutes to take a couple deep breaths and think about the plan for the day um, and sort of calm ourselves, it can make all the difference in the world about how the day goes as uh, it progresses. So thanks to Daniel for that article. And again, you can find a link to the article. I encourage you to read it. There's some great stuff there. Uh, link in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 25. Tip number 11 comes from Crystal Payne, the money-saving mom. And you can find her at moneysavingmom.com. She offered several great tips, including this one. Do one thing at a time. And, and this is what she says. Multitasking can seem like a very efficient way to do many things. However, when it comes to most work tasks, if you want to get concentrated work done in an efficient manner, you need to shut out all the noise and just focus on one thing at a time. If it's your time to email, work on emails. 
emailing. Go through your emails in your order of priority and don't stop until your time is up. If it's your time to research something, only work on researching that thing. If you need to make a phone call, just make the phone call. If you're used to trying to work on your computer while you have a bunch of applications open and with your phone constantly dinging at you, you'll likely be surprised at just how much work you can get done in a distraction-free 20 to 30-minute concentrated block of time. A really great tip, really great suggestion, something I've been trying to work on myself, and so thank you to Crystal Payne for that encouragement. Uh, tip number 12. This comes from writer Karen Beery, who was our guest on episode 24 of the Productive Woman podcast, and it's this. Uh, it, it's another mindset one. Know who you are and what works for you, and don't let other people's expectations define you. Uh, really a great reminder uh, for us women who, you know, often we, we just want to please people and we want everybody around us to be happy and we can make ourselves crazy doing that. Uh, Karen also says, uh, and she mentioned this in episode 24, when the day falls apart and you've, or you've just got a lot going on, it's perfectly okay to serve takeout or a frozen dinner or a pre-cooked meal to your family. It's not going to kill them. And she's so right. There's some really great frozen meals uh, in the grocery store these days. And, and, you know, maybe you wouldn't want to make them your full-time diet. But I, I add to Karen's suggestion and recommend always keeping a couple of those, you know, the family size meals in your freezer for those days when everything's just kind of gone crazy. So thank you, Karen. Uh, tip number 13 comes from... Marie and Segaris, I think, and Marie, I apologize if I'm butchering your last name, who uh, Marie is the creative yarn entrepreneur who's found at the, at the creativeyarnentrepreneur.com, and there will be a link in the show notes. Marie sent an email, and she had this to say. Hi, Laura. My favorite productivity tip is to listen to instrumental music when I have to do work related to reading or writing. I love listening to music or podcasts while I work, but I can get easily distracted by singing along or listening to commentary. I alternate between the free classical internet radio stations in iTunes on my laptop, paren, she, as a side, she says Mozart and Beethoven seem to help me quite a bit, and playlists of instrumental music in my own collection. Thanks. Best wishes, Marie. Great tip. Thank you for that, Marie. Um, I find that very helpful myself. Tip number 14 came from listener Peppers Macbeth from Columbia, South Carolina. And she sent an email in which she said this, and I thought this was such a clever idea, such a great idea. Happy New Year, Laura. Wanted to share my organizational tip. My family did a project this past Sunday to help us stay organized. We have started creating the Mac Beth Organization Command Center. I have attached a picture of our progress so far with a 16-year-old, 9-year-old, and 12-year-old plus two parents that are all busy. Hopefully this will assist with bringing some order. 
And the the command organization command center, she did send a picture, which I'm, I'll put in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 25. And it's great. I'm, I'm looking at the picture and she's got some pretty like family photographs and stuff to kind of make the corner pretty, but it's a wall where she's got a bull, uh, like a pin board, bulletin board type thing where they can put various things. I can't see what all's on there, but, uh, and a little shelf for various items I think that they might need and a whiteboard where notes can be um, put, written to family members or reminders and that sort of thing. So have a look at that uh, photograph in the show notes and you, you might get expi- inspired to create one of your own. So thank you so much for that, Peppers. Tip number 15 comes to us from Elsie Escobar, who is a holistic digital media strategist and dynamic living specialist. And she sent an audio reminder that there is no tip or answer that works for everybody. So let's have a listen to what Elsie had to say. Well, hello, everybody. I am Elsie Escobar, and I am co-host of The Feed, the official Libsyn podcast, the podcast that keeps you podcasting, as well as a co-host of She Podcasts, the one and only podcast for women from the female point of view over at ShePodcasts.com. I do think that sometimes, as with most things, we see productivity from the outside in, as in get the tips, do what they did, and I can do what they did. Our minds crave pat answers and quick solutions. And I think the biggest productivity tip that I have to give is that productivity is as personal as your favorite food or even as your least favorite food. So there is no pat answer at all. Here's a quote from a New York Times article on cilantro, one of those that people either love or hate. So please bear with me. It will all make sense here after I'm finished. So quote, the senses of smell and taste evolved to evoke strong emotions because they were critical to finding food and mates and avoiding poisons and predators. When we taste a food, the brain searches its memory to find a pattern from past experience that the flavor belongs to. Then it uses that pattern to create a perception of flavor, including an evaluation of its desirability. If the flavor doesn't fit a familiar food experience and instead fits into a pattern that involves chemical cleaning agents and dirt or crawly insects, then the brain highlights the mismatch and the potential threat to our safety. We react strongly and throw the offending ingredient on the floor where it belongs, unquote. (laughs) Okay. Now substitute this whole thing about food and into productivity. Okay, so let's make that big, big, huge transition. So there are ways that we are in the world already. There are ways in which we move in the world and have created patterns that serve or not serve us. That's just the truth. Even though we may be presented with amazing tools, processes, workflows, mind hacks, if we eat them, when they haven't been part of our diets our whole lives or even for generations, 
So there is no kind of history behind it. They will have a hard time sticking. The best way to apply productivity in your life is to start by adapting tips and tools to your existing behavior. As you get more effective using these tools, you can add, refine, and optimize with other tips and tools. Because if you start and just do what the others are doing without really honoring the process that you're going through right now, whatever that might be, even if it's complete chaos, the probability of you dropping the tools and it's, you know spending money on hardware or software or even coaches uh, is going to pay off in a small amount. It's not going to continue. Thank you, Elsie. That was a great reminder. And I think that's um, going to be a lot of help to folks. It, it's so important to remember that we are all individuals and what works for one person might not work for us. Elsie uh, had a lot more to say. So uh, I, I am, I'll put the whole, I'm going to put the whole recording in the show notes if I can. And so you can hear the rest of what she had to say, some really great suggestions about some specific tools. So again, thank you so much, Elsie, for taking the time to share with us. Tip number 16 is uh, something from me, and it's uh, boost your efficiency and productivity by learning a new skill or improving a skill you use in your work or your personal life. And one way you can do that is through online video courses from lynda.com. Uh, our sponsor for this episode, and that's Linda, L-Y-N-D-A dot com. Linda dot com is offering a free 10-day trial to the Productive Woman listeners, and you can find out about that by going to lynda.com slash T-P-W for the Productive Woman, uh, and you'll get more information about how to, how to take advantage of that free 10-day trial. If you don't already know about it, lynda.com is um, an online tutorials or courses um, that are used by millions of people around the world. They have over 3,000 courses on just about every topic you can think of, it. things like photography, visual design, all kinds of business skills, software training like Excel or WordPress or Photoshop, um, courses on using Evernote for that matter, uh, something that was recommended in an earlier tip. All of their courses are taught by experts. They have a course on the getting things done uh, methodology that's taught by David Allen himself, the guy who wrote the book, Getting Things Done. So whether you want to set new financial goals, find work-life balance, invest in a new hobby, ask your boss for a raise, find a new job, improve your current job skills in 2015, lynda.com truly has something for everyone and they have them at all skill levels from beginner to advanced. So you can sign up for your free 10-day trial today by visiting lynda.com slash tpw. And when you do, you'll get, for those 10 days, unlimited access to every course on lynda.com. Uh, you know, as I said, there are over 3,000 of them. I, I, there was over 100 courses in the productivity and time management categories. So you could go and, and get some tutorials there. 
You'll get access to view those tutorials on tablets and your iPhone or Android mobile devices and access to new courses that are added every week. Some of the courses and videos that I recommend, there, there are a couple of great ones, one on managing your time and another one on overcoming your fear of public speaking, if that's something you want to do. Those are taught by Todd DeWitt, DeWitt uh, PhD. Again, they've got that Getting Things Done course taught by David Allen. There's a course in LastPass Password Management Fundamentals taught by Susanna Kay. And, you know, we've talked about password management. If you don't know how to make that work, maybe check that one out during your 10-day trial. There are courses on the, the new Mac operating system or on how to efficiently manage your email in Outlook if you're, you know, if you have to use that program. Uh, they have tutorials on almost any software or productivity program you can think of. And I saw various courses on uh, management, leadership, social media marketing, writing. Again, anything you'd want to learn, all taught by experts via high-quality video tutorials. So you can actually see them doing the things they're, they're teaching you about. Uh, a, really a great way to learn. I, w I was watching one um, set series of these courses called uh, Monday Productivity Tips in the Education and E-Learning category. And I watched some of those. They, they have tons of, of really short sessions on a variety of topics like how to set up smart mailboxes in your Apple Mail app and how to create budgets and goals in the financial management uh, program, mint.com. So tons there, really worthwhile, maybe help boost your productivity that way by learning these new skills or improving your skills through these video tutorials. So... Consider doing that. Uh, sign up for that free 10-day trial to lynda.com by visiting lynda.com. It's Again, that's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash T-P-W. And thank you so much to lynda.com for supporting the Productive Woman and the Noodle Mix Network. All right, that was tip number 16 and, you know, a little information about our sponsor, Tip number 17 is another one from Monica Christofferson from Efficient Organization. And again, there's a link to her, her company in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 25. And uh, this was her second tip. She said, for several years, I've been using the services of virtual assistance for tasks in my business that I don't know how to do, that I may mess up more than it's worth trying to learn how to do them or tasks that I don't want to learn how to do. I have found it much more efficient to hire someone who knows how to do those tasks quickly, which relieves my stress levels and allows me to do the work that comes naturally and easily to me, as well as produces results for, ev for revenue. And this is, you know, for her business, but it could apply in your personal, you know, home life as well. And um, Monica works with Aaron. I think it's Allie, Erin Allie and her, and her team at Essential Assistance. So if you're interested in learning more about maybe getting a virtual assistant on your team, there'll be a link in the show notes. Tip number 18 is we always talk about to-do lists and we've talked about those in the past and, and uh, managing our to-do list. Tip number 18 is create a not to-do list. And 
this, I, I got this great, this idea, and it's something I'd been thinking about, I, and I read an article called 10 Quick and Actionable Tips for Productivity on a blog. Uh, this was written by Hunter Boyle, and there'll be a link to this article in the show notes. I recommend you read that when you have a chance. And he has this to say about uh, this idea of creating a not-to-do list, things that we're not going to do. He says, a universal truth we always forget is that there are only 24 hours at our disposal. In order to get more done, we must resort to managing our time with a different outlook. Don't try to manage your time by getting more done in less time and add more to your plate. Sometimes you can get some things done by others. Pay to get your car washed. This, this will free your two hours of your weekend, which can be used elsewhere. What can you stop doing? Make a not-to-do list. Great idea, something to think about. Tip number 19. This comes from Jamie Clark Samples, who is CEO of Yellow Barn Media, a new mom and uh, a guest on the Productive Woman podcast, episode 21. And she reminded us of this really important thought She said, you are the only you out there and what you bring to the table matters and is important. And so find a way to outsource the things you're not good at so you can focus on what you are good at and love doing. This is kind of similar to Monica's tip. And again, this applies both in business and in your home life. So consider that. Focusing on what you bring to the table, what's unique and special about you, and celebrate that and make time to focus on doing that. Tip number 20 is, this is from me, um, and it's just get started. If you have a project you want or need to do and you've been procrastinating uh, for whatever reason, just start. It's great to think big, uh, but sometimes you've got to think small and just get started. Getting started is often the hardest part of any project. And if you can get past that hurdle, you will keep going. So don't overthink it. Just pick something and do it. Set a timer maybe for five minutes and just do as much on that project as you can in the five minutes. The idea is just to get past that resistance to getting started and you will be surprised at how much Uh, how likely you are to just keep going. There was a quote I saw on Facebook recently that I thought was great. It's from a a theologian, C.H. Spurgeon, and he said, the way to do a great deal is to keep on doing a little. The way to do nothing at all is to be continually resolving that you will do everything. I just thought that was really wise and and, uh, kind of profound and something I needed to be reminded of. We have these grandiose ideas and sometimes... um, all we do is is get intimidated by the the greatness of our ideas. So do something, just get started. Tip number 21 is another one from Crystal Payne, the Money Saving Mom at moneysavingmom.com. And uh, I loved this tip. It's tame the email monster. And this is what she says, what Crystal says. I shoot to have no more than five emails in my inbox at all times. This might sound crazy, but it's one huge way that I stay organized and efficient as a business owner. And I would add, it's true of us as individuals as well. 
She goes on, when I check my email, I aim to deal with emails immediately. Here's how. If an email can be deleted, I delete it immediately. If an email only requires a quick response, I respond immediately. If no response is necessary, I archive the email. If an email can be handled by someone else on my team, I forward it on to the appropriate team member. For emails that require a longer response, I save them in my inbox and try to get to them as soon as I can, preferably that same day. Um, Thank you, Crystal, for that great suggestion. It's something that I certainly find a great deal of, of peace of mind in managing my email inbox and trying to keep it as small, either empty, you know, when I go home at the end of the day or only just a couple of things in it at any given time. So great tip from Crystal Payne, the money-saving mom. Tip number 22 from me again, and this this is something that I've uh, had some experience with lately. Improve your sleep and therefore your productivity by removing your electronics from your bedside table. If you're like me, uh, you have your smartphone at on your bedside table, maybe because that's your alarm clock, uh, and maybe you have your tablet, your iPad, or your other tablet on your bedside as well for bedtime reading and that sort of thing. I had been struggling with not getting a very good enough sleep or enough quality sleep for some time, and you know I'd read some things that kind of struck at the heart of that issue. And so I decided, all right, I'm going to give it a try. And I brought just a regular alarm clock uh, and set it, set that on my bedside table. And for the last couple of weeks, I've been using that and not taking my, uh, you know, putting my, my iPhone and my iPad somewhere else to charge at night instead of on my bedside table. And I like to read in bed, so I thought, how can I, you know, how can I do that? Because I do a lot of my reading on my iPad mini, uh, but I've had to break down and be reading paper books. Can you imagine? Uh, And in that little experiment, I found that my sleep quality is so much better. I feel so much more rested just just very quickly. uh, I'm, I'm not waking up as often in the night, and when I do wake up, I go to uh, go right back to sleep. I'm not sitting up, you know, playing a game on my iPad or checking Facebook one last time and then getting hung up in a conversation there. So it's really it's really been something that's been worthwhile and helpful to me and something I suggest you give a try. Uh, it, I, it's hard to be productive when you're exhausted. And so sleep is so important. Tip number 23 is another one from listener Jackie Middleton. She suggests make a menu list for the week and shop with the list to ensure you have everything for dinner. That's a great tip. Nothing's more frustrating than uh, at the end of a busy day going to, to pull dinner together and finding out you're missing a key ingredient or you just don't have an idea. So if you spend you know, a few minutes on the weekend or, or whenever you do your shopping, uh, planning, just making a list of what you're going to serve for dinner and, and putting a shopping list together and just make that one trip to the store and uh, then you know you've got everything you need for your meals for that week and that can save a huge amount of time. Jackie shared a couple of other quick little tips that I thought I'd throw out there. Uh, like some of our other tipsters, she likes to, sh- to list three to five tasks that she would like to accomplish 
at home at work and aim to just focus on getting those things done. And she also recommends taking time to get ready for the day by preparing the night before. So I thought those were some great tips. And thank you for those, Jackie. Uh, tip number 24. This is something I learned from listening to Eric Fisher's podcast, Beyond the To-Do List, and it's really been helpful. If you have trouble staying focused while you work, try a, a, a website and apps. I haven't done the apps yet, but I've used the website, both working at home and working at the office. It's called Focus at Will. And you find that at focusatwill.com. It's an online service that provides a soundtrack for your work that's been designed based on science to help your mind stay focused. This is a little twist on uh, the tip we heard earlier. Um, this is, in some cases, these soundtracks are music. In some cases, they are just sounds. But they're they're scientifically designed to not distract you while you're working and to help you stay focused depending on what type of mind you have. You can find it at focusatwill.com. There'll be a link in the show notes. You can also learn more about it by listening to episode 76 of Beyond the To-Do List. In that episode, so Eric talked with the founder of Focus at Will, and he explained some of the science behind it and how they choose different soundtracks for uh, people with sort of regular thinking processes uh, and and different soundtracks for folks with like ADHD. And I've, I found the episode, the science behind it, really interesting. And from a practical perspective, it has really helped me a lot. So uh, it, I, I've just been using it for the last couple of weeks and really found it helpful. So give that a try. And finally, episode number, or episode of... <laughs> Tip number 25 for, of our 25 tips for the episode 25. This one comes from Vanessa Hayes, who is a certified professional organizer at GetSimplifies.com and co-host uh, with her husband of the Simple Life Together podcast. She's also the author of uh, Super Mom versus Supermom Simplicity Tips for Busy Moms. And there are links to all of those in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 25. Um, Vanessa uh, sent an audio uh, tip that I just thought was a great way to sort of end this show. So let's hear what Vanessa had to say. Hi, I'm Vanessa Hayes, certified professional organizer at GetSimplifies.com in San Antonio, Texas, and podcaster at SimpleLifeTogether.com, where my husband and I share our thoughts and tips on how you can lead a simple life in the modern world. My productivity tip is more of a mindset shift, a framework. It's margin, and how we should and need to protect our time by allowing more margin in our lives. Now, I define margin as uncommitted time and space in your life. Margin is what gives you options. Margin is what allows you to be spontaneous. Margin is what makes you feel more free. And margin is what gives you time to contemplate, unwind, reboot, and refocus. And just as there is a place for work and commitment in your life, there must also be a place for margin. So think about this as an example. Margin on a page helps us appreciate the written word, the content, and the context. But if those written words went from one side edge to the other, from the very top of the page to the very bottom, the written words wouldn't be nearly as enjoyable. Those margins give us a place to make a little note, to record a thought or a question. 
the margin helps us keep the written words and the message in focus. And the same goes for the mat and the frame around a fine piece of art. The margin lets art speak for itself and for anyone looking upon it to appreciate the master's work without competition from its surroundings. The margin lets us enjoy what's important. And the same goes for your time, your priorities, and your life. It doesn't matter what your job is. It doesn't matter what economic class you're in. The CEO and the stay-at-home mom are on an even playing field when it comes to the time aspect of margin. We all have 168 hours in our week, 24 hours in our day, and we have just one life. So how do you get more margin? Take a hard look at what's really important, what's really essential, and edit the rest out. Meetings, extracurricular activities, volunteer work, your kids' commitments even. Be ruthless when deciding which ones really matter to you, your family, and your priorities in life, and let the other ones go. And believe me, by giving yourself more margin, you will give yourself more time to breathe, to think, to contemplate, which in turn will help you be more focused and productive. Thank you, Vanessa. I thought that was a really great reminder and, like I said, a great way to sort of wrap up the list of 25 tips for this episode. So thanks so much, Vanessa. So that's uh, me zipping through 25 great tips, uh, productivity tips for busy women. What do you think? Uh, Which of these tips are you going to try? Or can you add your own tips or suggestions that we could all try? I'd love it if you'd share your thoughts by going to theproductivewoman.com slash 25 and scroll down to the comments section, leave a comment there and and share your suggestions, your ideas uh, and your reactions to the tips that were shared in this episode. I want to thank the women who shared their tips that made this episode so great. It, it's, I, I consider it a privilege to share this time with you all each week. And so I really appreciate those who shared um, their tips and helped me celebrate this. As I promised, I, was, I, I had a drawing for a $25 Amazon gift card, but I was so excited about the tips and um, so thankful to the folks who um, contributed tips for this episode that I decided to draw two, uh, two names for the a $25 Amazon gift card. And the folks who won, the lucky ladies who uh, won the cards were Peppers Macbeth from Columbia, South Carolina, and Jackie Middleton. So congratulations to Jackie and to Peppers. I'll be emailing you each separately about your gift card. And thank you again to everybody who participated and and contributed to this episode. Just a couple of quick things before we wrap up this episode. If you're enjoying the podcast and you haven't already done so, please remember you can subscribe to The Productive Woman in iTunes or on Stitcher and consider rating and reviewing the podcast as well. Links to subscribe or rate and review are available in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 25. And remember to look for The Productive Woman on Facebook. If there's something you'd like me to talk about or a productive woman you think I should invite as a guest, do let me know. You can always email your questions, your suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. Or if it's easier for you, you can leave a voice message by going to theproductivewoman.com and clicking on the button there and you can just leave, leave a message that'll come right to me. 
Thank you again to lynda.com for sponsoring this episode. Remember to visit lynda.com, that's L-Y-N-D-A.com slash T-P-W to sign up for your free 10-day trial and check out the great course offerings. And that's it. We didn't go too much longer than normal this time. Uh, But that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Thank you so much for giving me the honor of of being in your life and in your headphones. I hope you found something in this episode that's helpful to you. I look forward to talking with you again soon. And until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself. And go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network, a network of podcasts on a variety of topics. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.